welcome to Bully Girl podcast episode number 15. It's your favorite Bully Girl Lily with you with a very special guest, Shelby Tyre. Shelby, say hi. Good morning. Yeah, Shelby is from Texas, from Thick Skull Bullies, and is here with us today to talk about her channel and her, her vision for breeding program. But before we jump into it, please make sure to download the Bully Girl app to have access to more episodes and Bully Breed content. And now let's get into it. Who, who is the puppy? How old is the puppy you have? Yes. So she is about like, four, four months old, I believe, at this point. I have to count. She was born March 18th. So I've lost my days and months here lately. <laughs> yeah. She is off of our girl Willow, and we bred her with Mac out of Riddick Bow Kennels. So he did fantastic here recently at the Cinco de Mayo show. He got the three P win on Most Flex XL. Uh, Willow's very first litter we bred with his brother Blade, and we were just mesmerized. Even at two years old, there's not a slacker on that entire litter. So we were like. Yeah, we have to run that back to that exact same bloodline. And that's what we did. And we got four beautiful puppies. Uh, one's in Colorado. One's, this one is going to be going to Armory Kennels up in Texas, East Texas. And then we definitely kept a female. And then we're co-owning a male with Riddick Bow Kennels. So look forward to having those hit the show scene when they get a little bit older. We might yeah. be bringing them one to the... Uh, XLBC First Nationals in North Carolina. Shelby, tell us please, uh, what's the reason behind your love towards dogs? And how did it all start? Well, so my daughter was about five years old. Um, I had had multiple miscarriages as many women go through. And my father-in-law at the time, he had a litter of standard pit bulls. And my daughter loved them and she was like, Oh, I want one. And I was like, I want one too. So he actually told the guy who was the had purchased, he's like, I'll give you a refund. My, my daughter-in-law and granddaughter want that puppy. And so we took Thor and I fell in love with the breed. Uh, they're special. They will, they know when you don't even know. And then you have to get up, you have to take care of them and, they lift your spirit. So that's why we got into it. And then we saw Willow online and I knew she, she was belonging to us. Like it was instinct. So we snagged her out of concrete bully kennels and it's just kind of taken its own course from there. Yeah. So basically it was like uh, your emotional support system yep. growing there, which is a very beautiful. We had a litter with uh, that standard boy and a female and, I had raised them as emotional support and they were all placed in homes where they were needed as emotional support animals. Okay. And what type of dogs do you breed? Can you tell us more? So we mainly are XL American bullies. That's what we've, we've done. Um, we do have a pocket out of just motivational kennels in Florida and she's awesome. She's finally gotten to age where she's ready to go. Uh, she's a beautiful brindle. So we're going to be uh, testing our waters there later on, either this year or early next year. We haven't quite decided, but where our focus is the uh, 
XL American Bully. We really want clean structure, um, athletic, agile dogs. Weight's not really our focus. I mean, all our dogs have nice weight on them, but weight isn't our focus. We'd rather see a muscular dog that can move around and not gas out in five minutes. Mm -hmm. I see. And do you test your dogs for uh, genetic health conditions? Yes. So we do the OFA test as well as um, with our productions. We will be all productions that we're moving forward with because we kind of, it's expensive. So a lot of people don't want to say that it's expensive. So when you have young pups that you're looking at, that you're still deciding where your future of your program is, ideally, unless you're a rich person, which I am not, as well as many of the other breeders out there, uh, you have to pick and choose. So you have to, you have to wait till they're a certain age in my eyes. And then when you're proceeding with that dog, like you're like, hey, I'm going to put them out in the public. I'm going to be accepting money from other people for a stud credit or anything of that nature. In my eyes, yes, those dogs need to be tested so we know what's going out. But until then, no, I just watch the dogs uh, of my own and see if they're actually going to end up fitting. Because I've had some of mine that I'm like, no, that doesn't quite fit what I'm trying to work towards. Mm -hmm. yep. I see. So it's like one of the challenges in keeping a breed and working in this industry, I see. Yeah? Yes, definitely. A lot of people are just slapping dogs together, not doing any testing, not having the knowledge behind it. It's showing in our community right now. Okay, I see. And uh, what do you do to socialize your puppies, prepare them for their new homes, shall we? Well, luckily, um, one of our other chapters, because we have multiple chapters of Thick Skull Bullies, we have the Villapondos, Thick Skull Bullies, as well as the Nettles, Thick Skull Bullies. So we all have kids of various ages. So all the dogs are used to being around kids from very young to teenager, as well as we take them out and about in the community to different festivals, um, areas where there, we know there's going to be more people. Uh, like we have the Strand here, fairly local in Galveston. It's a great area, lots of people, lots of dogs. So it's a great time and opportunity to meet people and allow them to see our line as well as our dogs to socialize. Mm -hmm. And what is your favorite bloodline, if you have one? Uh, I like the old school look, um, to be honest. It'll, everyone always asks about the bloodline and I always just kind of giggle because most of them are so intertwined with this kennel, that kennel, and the other kennel that when you pick up a pedigree paper, you very, very rarely see one kennel all the way across. To me, that's yeah. more of a bloodline. Uh, so I guess we all have different views of how we look at that. But I like the real uh, old school looks uh, out of California. Um, if you're talking old school, I've always liked the razor's edge. Uh, I like the the old school Boudreaux with the big fat heads that would come out of Louisiana. But you just don't, you don't see that as much anymore because everything is very diluted. Mm -hmm. And what do you think, what are the most common misconceptions about bullies and how do you handle it with the potential buyers? I would say the biggest misconception is that they're aggressive. So I yeah. just let people see 
into our world a little bit with through pictures and videos that no, that's not the case. And if anyone, you know, if somebody is like, if we're out in the public, if they're scared, like we're patient and we let them come to us. We don't, we don't force ourselves on anyone. And a lot of people will be cruising down the strand. They won't even know the dog's there. And they're like, oh. And then I'm like, you didn't even know they were there. And they're like, you're right. Then their friend starts petting them. And then they're like, okay, I'll try. And then the next thing you know, they're getting licked <laughs> on the face. So we win people over all the time that way. Yeah, I see. So it's just literally by facing them, we'll see that it's not really the case. Okay, you mentioned Shelby, that uh, you don't really care that much about their weight. It's more important for you, their health and everything else. But I'm sure there is some type of diet that you follow and maybe you could tell us more about it. So we do a combination. Um, we do the kibble type. We use Victor um, as well as we do a raw mix in. So with us, we just kind of watch the dogs individually because they all have different needs at different times. Uh, but we always do a, a really good regimen of raw mixed in with the kibble. They love it. Um, and it's not always raw. We don't let anything go to waste around here. If it's something the dogs can intake and it's left over and gonna, you know, we're tired of eating it, it goes to the dogs. We just, we don't waste. How, how do you keep them in shape apart from the, what they, uh, what they are fed apart from the food they eat? Okay. So we, uh, our favorite is the teaser pole. All our dogs love the teaser pole. Uh, they get to okay. do some running, cutting, jumping. Uh, if you check out our website and our Instagram, you definitely see a lot of that. Uh, each, each of my team members. That's the number one. Whenever we get to touch base, that's the number one that the dogs are loving at that time. We do tug. We do a lot of toss. We do some walk-in. Walk-in's great for them. And then we have a big hangerman pole out in the back. So some of them get on there and swing around and have a good old time. Can you please walk us through the process uh, of purchasing a pup from start to finish? So we look at everything individual, right? So if, it, if it's a what the customer is needing, sometimes it's a pet home, sometimes it's going to a breeder, sometimes we place a dog because we know in our hearts that's where that dog belongs. So okay. it just depends. But for us, we want to know, like, what is your living environment? Do you have other animals? Uh, what is your routine like? Are you are you going to have time for the dog? Are you planning on putting them in some kind of obedience training? These are things that, you know, we want to know what our, our puppy's future is going to look like. We want both the customer and our dog to be successful in their future. So those are things that we ask. Um, we have contracts. We ask for follow-ups on a regular basis. Not every day. Like, we're not trying to bombard our customers, but... Yeah. On, on a fairly regular basis, we do like to follow up. Okay, yeah, that sounds logical. And do you offer any health uh, guarantees? Yes. Um, if any of our puppies were to have issues down the road, uh, depending on what it was, either we would help with that issue financially um, or we would do a swap out, just depending on on what that client was needing. But yes, we definitely, you know, guarantee certain aspects of it but on others like 
hip dysplasia and stuff like that at an older age, that's outside of we can't guarantee something like that. If a lot of that is environmental. So if our dogs are OFA tested and we're cleared in that manner, we feel that we're good for seeding. However, if, if for some reason, I mean, things happen. I've seen some weird stuff in this game through different people that I know, um, as well as encounters myself. So I always just look at life and my program is case by case, individual. I try to treat everyone the way that I would want to be treated and my partners are the same way. That's why they are my partners. We share the same vision. Uh, like we have a awesome litter fix and a drop, which is fully thick skull bullies uh, productions, bread. And so it's going to be all in-house. So we're excited about that. But yes, we do work uh, with anybody. We've not encountered that yet, but that's not to say that someday we won't. Yeah, it sounds like a great way of uh, cooperation. And I'm curious, uh, in case of rehoming car or returns of puppies or any adult dogs, how do you handle this? So we're always willing to take our pups back if we're not able to place them or find another great home for them. Mm -hmm. Okay, and do you currently show any of your dogs, Shelby? So as of yet, we have not made it to a show. Um, Life has kind of been life for over the last few years. So uh, we've had some ups and downs in our program. Shows are costly. It's not cheap to get out there and travel and, and show and be in the different registries. However, we have great plans on being in North Carolina at the XLDC First Nationals. So we're eager to get out there and see what we can do. There's a lot of great bullies in the community. So not only will we get to see them, we're hoping to get to show ours off as well. And what advice do you have for any upcoming breeders, Shelby? Do your research, um, do your due diligence, basically. There's a lot of people that, they like to hear themselves talk. They blow a lot of smoke. <laughs> They're gonna sell you <laughs> on a million dollar plan. And that's just not the way this works. <laughs> but a lot of people, um, you know, they want they want the quick money. This is not a quick money game at all. Uh, I see many people even try to skip the skip a lot of steps and they go straight to the adults. But then you miss a lot of knowledge along the way by doing that. Not saying that some people haven't been successful in doing it. I'm just one to each their own. And that's not how I rock and roll. I, I like mm -hmm. to take my time. And I think that other people should take their time and really look at you know, don't just go buy a big brand name dog just because it came yeah. from a big kennel. Some of these smaller kennels, including myself, we produce some amazing dogs, I'd like to think and say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it and really, it, it depends on what your, your vision is. I think a lot of people, they hear money and then they want to just jump in and they haven't really thought about the full lineup. And that's where I think and my best advice is to others. But really think about your vision. And if, when you're looking at those adult dogs, do they match up with these adult dogs? And how's it gonna look in the future? Otherwise, you're still gonna have to outsource a whole lot. I see. 
I guess it's like in any industry, actually, when the first flash of money is so attractive, you jump for it, then you kind of lose the game because I guess there are many other steps which you care about. And what do you think is the most difficult thing for people in the bully game to overcome? There, I mean, there's various things. It gets frustrating okay. at times when you see so much negativity. I think that competition can be done positively. I wish more people would approach it that way. Because so some of the negativity can just get, it gets lame at times. But if you don't, if you just put that over here and you focus on your program, you'll still continue to be successful and reaching the goals that you want to. But that that part can get really frustrating. Uh, a lot of people want to say negative things about this person or that person or this dog and that dog. And it's just a little uncalled for. I see. And how do you think we can overcome your, uh, how you call the negative competition? How we can it, change? People just show simple respect to one another. It's not hard. Every, it's like, everybody's got a different vision, a different plan, and a different approach to marketing. And if we just learn to respect that about each other, it'll be better. And if people would not be afraid to ask, you know, some of the people who have been in the game for longer for advice, there would be some of the flaws could be skipped to. <laughs> I try to choose my words carefully. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see. You avoid kind of offending anyone, but sometimes I believe talking about about the problem is like halfway of uh, solving it. So it's important to speak up, I guess. And uh, speaking of respect, you mentioned that who do you look up in the bully game and why? So I always have to give props to Frank over at the Invincibles because that's my guy. Like he has helped me out in time. Like I've had questions. Um, and the, the main thing that I respect about him is He'll give you guidance and knowledge and steer you where to do your own research. And he is always supportive and he goes, but I'm not answering that for you, this part, because that's your program and you got to do it your way. I think that's really cool. Um, he's always helped me out. Uh, Julie over at Concrete Kennels, uh, you know, Willow's coming up on five years old in February and I can reach out to Julie still to this day, any day of the week at any time, and she will get back to me if I have a question. I, that's admirable. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like guidance with freedom, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. In this year, what is one of your main goals to reach? Um, well, we're, we're currently in the process of, we're hoping we have a successful delivery uh, with Alita and Creed. We also had confirmation off of our boy Sidon and Callie with Armory Kennels. So we're excited. We got our, our productions are producing now. So we're just above the moon about that. Uh, and then also Creed did uh, naturally tie with the female Sadie. And we are waiting on confirmation on that one. And the other main goal is to get into a show this year. Describe how would you want to see the things uh, in 10 years from now in the bully community? I would just like to see people working together, networking more, uh, 
keeping everything positive, keeping our, our breed uh, structurally clean. Just want to keep seeing positive things for the bullies themselves. Uh, keep changing people's minds that the negative, you know, the negative stigma and just keep showing them that what an amazing breed and how loyal the dogs are. That sounds nice. And I believe people like you and kennels like yours make it happen. And what do you think, what makes your kennel special? I think we're great. I think there's a lot of others great out there too. So I, I never try to be like, oh, we're better, you know, but I will say that I pride, you know, myself on, as well as my partners pride themselves on just the sheer love we give them. We give them so much love, so much attention. Um, everything is done by us. We don't outsource anything. Everything's done with with us, with our love and hands. And we're going to keep consistently putting out beautiful dogs and remaining true to ourselves, producing athletic bullies. And how many bullies do you have at the moment? Um, within our team? Goodness. I lose count sometimes between all of us um i think we have about 15 adults right now i'd really have to sit here and count name them out <laughs> uh, but yeah we we're, we have them separated out amongst all of our houses so that we're not over compacted we don't want at the end of the day we don't want them to be neglected on attention um yeah in fact we're currently going to be uh, co-owning Judge, our boy Judge, out with Armory Kennels as well, just because our numbers have gotten up there a little bit. Uh, and we do want to make sure that they all remain getting the best love and care and consistency as possible. Yeah, with 15 adult dogs, I believe it's like a full-time job. But uh, I'm curious, do you have any other hobbies and interests and how do you make time for it? Oh yeah, I love photography. I love to travel. Um, luckily, we, uh, my team and I, we, we babysit for each other when need be, so we we don't have to miss out on those things. Um, I also have a wonderful group of friends, as well as my mom is a rock star, so nice. <laughs> yeah, so they like totally help out, and I couldn't do it without my friends, family, and partners. Yeah, that's beautiful. And is there anything you would like to see added in Bully Girl magazine or in Bully Girl podcast? I, I just love that any and every uh, magazine, you know that you're going to get great pictures. Uh, you're getting to see future studs as well as females, great knowledge. So, I, I mean, I just think it's an amazing magazine. The app's awesome. Like, I, I can't say anything negative. <laughs> It's nothing but positive vibes for me. Yeah, thank you very much. It doesn't have to be something negative. Maybe you have an idea. Uh, please feel free to share anytime, if not even right now. No, I mean, I think that y'all keep bringing uh, new things to the table consistently. Like, y'all are on it. So uh, I did okay. see, and I, even recently, I saw that y'all are a sponsor for XLBC. So I was like, that's awesome. That would have been my suggestion, but you've already done it. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much, Shelby, for your time and for the insights you shared with us today.
Before we finish, is there anything you would like to add or a message you would like to share? Um, just to stay positive. Don't let the hard times get you down because there's going to be ups and downs within this industry as well as within your own kennel. Just keep trucking along and don't let anything stop you from achieving your own vision and goals. And I appreciate y'all for continuing to promote us as kennels. Like y'all are fabulous. Can't, can't thank y'all enough. And I didn't mention earlier, I have to say my daughter is like my right hand. So I have to give her props and shout out too. <laughs>